One of the main ingredients in our product line, Saffron, has been proven over and over again in clinical double-blind placebo trials to be an effective form of treatment for depression, anxiety, and ADHD. Saffron has been used by many cultures for thousands of years for these purposes, and now the research is here to finally back it up, proving that plant medicines and ancient healing practices can actually be an effective alternative to pharmaceuticals. From caffeine-free latte powders to saffron baths and capsules, there's something for any modern woman looking for ancient healing. Again, that's code the fullest podcast at checkout for 15% off. I hope you enjoy your new daily saffron ritual. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Fullest Podcast. I'm your host, Nikki Bostwick. And today's guest is a repeat guest that I had on in 2018. I know exactly when it was like over five years ago or um, yeah, a little over five years ago. And I'm so excited, Alexis, to have you on. Alexis Smart is a wonderful, wonderful formulator, founder of Alexis Smart's Flower Remedies and I'm so excited to get into just talking about your story and recommendations. Hi, Nikki. I'm so happy to be back here talking to you. So thanks for having me. Yes. So if um, if you guys are interested, I would recommend like also listening to our previous podcast where we talked a lot about Alexis's story, the creation of the Bach Flower Remedies, which is who Alex, Alexis can tell us a little bit more in this um, podcast as well as we dive into like what flower remedies are. But but I think it gives you like a really great introduction into our conversation today. But maybe Alexis, we can start just talking about you know what are flower remedies and kind of the difference between flower remedies and homeopathy. Flower remedies, they're called flower essences also, but basically they are spring water imprinted with the healing vibration of a certain flower. So, And so I'll talk about how they're made. Um, they're simply made by um, blossoms are picked at the peak of bloom, and it, the ones I use are from England and Wales. And um, they're floated in a bowl, a crystal bowl of spring water, set in the sun, and it should be in their natural growing habitat, like in the wild. Uh, the ones I use are, are like from the wild, not harvested. You set them in the sun for about three hours, and the water changes. It bubbles. It might change color a little. And then that water is imprinted with this vibrational frequency. So many people, when they hear essences, they think that they're like... Um, aromatherapy or that they're a tincture like um you know uh milk thistle or something like that so it's strange they i mean technically they are waters that are that are charged with these uh, healing this healing information yeah so the differences between like flower essences and homeopathy and even i was going to ask you that too like um you know tinctures and other you know formulas that incorporate you know, different types of herbs and flowers in them, but those are more, it's not the essence of it. It's the actual thing. Yeah. So yeah. So, so tinctures are made through, I mean, I don't make them, so I can't, I'm not a pro, but like they are, they use the, the 
the plant material, like crude physical material to extract the healing properties. And, you know, those herbs work on your physical body and your organ systems and all your systems. I have herbalist friends who who are advanced and kind of see the spirit of the plant and talk more about the emotional aspects of certain herbs, but generally like that they're physical, they can affect your physical body. Whereas the flower remedies, they're only used for uh, spiritual, emotional, mental conditions. And so, and life conditions really. And so in a way, like the remedies are spirit in nature, meaning there there's no matter in them. So it's kind of a match to to where they work on us. I love that analogy so much. And I don't know why I didn't realize that, but that's such a beautiful way to put it. Like the difference between really working with the plant material and working with the essence of the plant material to work with your spirit. So yeah, it really is. And, And like just learning about them and taking them kind of connects you to the spirit because they kind of open channels that have been blocked through trauma or grief or anger. All the negative emotions block us from accessing our spiritual sides and natures. And, you know, we're very guarded. And so just taking them opens you up that way. And then when you learn about them, you do have to kind of change your mindset. If you're like a pragmatist and they start working on you, which is what happened with me, they really they, they, you have to change your way of thinking if you're taking flower remedies. So, and then the difference with with homeopathy, they're they're very similar to homeopathy. They were invented or discovered by a homeopath, Dr. Edward Bach was. He was an MD first, a pioneer in vaccines, uh, immunology. He was he wasn't just like a family doctor. He was he was uh, doing kind of. He was a pioneer in many fields, but he he always felt that like he, they weren't offering true healing in medicine because he's he's he might cure his patient of arthritis or something psoriasis, but they, the, they'd come back and they were unhappy, and he felt like that's not a true cure. I haven't done everything for these patients, and is that true healing if someone is still is miserable but their sim- physical symptoms are gone? So he he said no, it's not. Um, and then he discovered Samuel Hahnemann, the founder of homeopathy, read his book and thought, and this was written 200 years before him, and he thought, I've found a kindred spirit who understands that illness is spiritual in nature. It begins in the spirit. So, you know, you might see the physical symptoms, but those are a manifestation of some emotional disturbance that happened before, if you tr- usually. So he was interested in homeopathy but with homeopathy, you really do need a professional to help you. It's, it's hard to treat yourself except for acutes. They're amazing for acutes, and you can treat yourself for those. But And, you know, some of them are made from poisons. He didn't like that. So he wanted to find a system of healing that was totally benevolent, harmless, if you took the wrong one. And also um, his book was called Heal Thyself. So his the philosophy was that you have a kit in your, you know, 38 different flower essences and you treat yourself whereas homeopathy is you really have to take the right one for it to work same with flower remedies but like you can you can have aggravations from homeopathy if you take the wrong one and you're sensitive you can I've had aggravations they're not nice I've noticed that in my children because they're obsessed with the pellets and they're like I want more because they're all they taste like like candy 
Yeah. And then I'm like, well, no, because you're not even sick. You have zero symptoms and you're trying to get, you're trying to take Belladonna. Like this is not, you know, necessary. (laughs) And I swear sometimes like if they take, cause I have like every homeopathic like remedy and I travel with it, you know, and they'll just like find ones like creepy cough, something for creepy cough, something for this. And I swear they end up like coughing and I get so confused. It's approving. They're having a proving symptom, which is how they figured out what symptoms uh, homeopathic remedies treat is they would get like the first remedy invented was Conchona Peruvian bark. It's a malaria remedy. And how they figured out every symptom it helps with is they gave a bunch of healthy people so small amounts of Peruvian bark in increasing dosage until they exhibited symptoms healthy people started having like fevers and chills and headache. And so they would record, they had what's called provers. They would have a group of people like a, I guess like a control group, healthy people. They had to be like pretty much symptom free. And then they would record everything they experienced, you know, hallucinating. I can't, I'm tossing and turning, bone pain, whatever. And then that's how they found what each remedy does. I mean, it's mad. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, not to like scare anyone, but it just goes to show that with anything, you just kind of want to just, you know, I mean, I think you, as a mother, you tap into your intuition, you're, you're with your child, you understand what symptoms they have, but it's not just like a free for all. And all of a sudden it's like, whatever, it's homeopathy. I'm just going to spray it all over me or take the pellets or whatever. And just, you know, go along with my day. I mean, we want to, we want to be like as connected to ourselves as possible, not have to necessarily take things that aren't necessary. Yeah. But I, I love that about flower essences that they are more gentle. So tell us a little bit about that. If you do take them and it's not necessarily the right one. You need to take the one that matches your vibration and your emotional state. So if you take the wrong one, nothing happens. So often you have to prescribe on the negative. Like someone wants to tell you that they're angry or that um, spaced out or whatever negative. What I'm noticing more as I work with like a spiritual community and people are doing manifestation work and they're they're trying to focus on the positive. They're actually the hardest people to treat because they'll say, "Well, what do you yeah. need? You know, why are you booking this session?" Well, I want to call in, um, I want to manifest a love in my life. Like, great. Why can't you do that? And it's like, it's so framed in the positive that I'm like, you seem fine. I don't know what you need a remedy for. So, yeah. Oh my um, gosh. That's so funny. It's like, let's just take a second and be negative, please. And look at your shadow. What would that say? Exactly. Because I totally. So it's just helpful. And, and like kids are very easy to treat. Because they just simply say, like, I'm jealous, my baby brother gets all the attention, and now I'm second fiddle. So you're like, okay, I know the remedies. So um, it's very simple. Dr. Bach intended it to be a simple method of, of diagnosing, and you just ask yourself how you feel, and you find the remedies that match that. And um, and then, you know, sometimes it might take a hit, hit or miss, like you might try one that seems a match, and you don't feel anything, and then you try another one. But with homeopathy, also, yeah, I don't want to scare anyone. They are very dilute. So belladonna or arsenic or snake venom, those aren't in crude form. They are diluted 
thousands of times to the point where also there's no matter in them, you know, um, they're vibrational as well. But but I do find less is more with homeopathy. So even if you take the right remedy, I, I often treat people who like were self-treating or maybe were seeing a homeopath who wasn't classical and they would take the remedy too much. Like if you take a remedy and it works, you don't take it again, which is hard for us to wrap our head around because we go, Oh, more, yeah. more is better. You know, belladonna worked for my headache. I'll take it four times a day for life. And uh, that will usually cause symptoms. So you want to take the minimum dose. With homeopathy, you want to take the minimum dose required to stimulate a curative response. And then only take it when that remedy has exhausted its action. Whereas with flower remedies, you do take them four times a day. And you can take them for months and have no negative side effects. So they're great for sensitive people like us and mothers, nursing moms, and you know people that are taking medications or other treatments, or chronic illness, stuff like that. Okay, so that's what I was going to ask you is, is there anything that can get in the way of the flower remedies working? Obviously, I'm assuming maybe if you have a cleaner diet or no. don't, I don't know. No, no? basically, Every- here's what gets in the way. Um, don't if you don't take them, <laughs> like that's you know, when I have a follow, yeah. they didn't work. Well, did, did you take them? No, um, so not taking them, and then here's there's one uh thing that could prevent them uh from working or ha- uh, create a blockage to them working. And Dr. Bach had three remedies called catalyst remedies. So, say you prescribe a really good remedy that's accurate. And the person feels nothing. You would look into if they have these one of these three issues, like uh, shock and trauma, grief, um, un- unaddressed. There, there are three remedies. So that would be Star of Bethlehem. That that is for um, shock, trauma, grief, and then Holly unblocks the case, and that's for um, strong negative emotions like hatred, anger, jealousy, closed heart really dark negative emotions and the other one is wild oat which is for feeling like you need every remedy you don't know you're lost in life you don't know your purpose so he would say often if someone is not responding to remedies try one of these if they're the passive low energy type try wild oat if they're more of a robust they may not even have those emotions but you use these remedies catalyst remedies to unblock the case but other than those that makes- yeah. Other than that, that situation, there's really nothing. That's why they're. That's why I love them. They don't interfere with anything. Nothing interferes with them. And you can take them alongside other things. So, do you have holly and wild oat and star? Star Yeah, the, I use those. And so, for those who don't know, um, I have a product line. And, um, I make formulas that were developed over my. Uh, 18 or 19 years treating people one-on-one. And I would see that, wow, certain remedies work really well in combination for like universal conditions. And there was nothing like that out there. If you go to the health food store, there's a shelf of Bach remedies, but they're all individual. And you wouldn't know how to combine them with seven things in a bottle unless you were skilled probably or there'd be some randomness in it so i make these formulas that have about five to seven um essences in each and they they're very specific for conditions like heartbreak writer's block life purpose love and or anger just every human thing you could go through and so in 
uh, many of those formulas are wild oat, holly, and star of Bethlehem. Oh, okay, to unblock, so as the catalyst yeah. to make that. And so those are called, um, I have on my website, there's some called foundational formulas, and those are the ones that, um, I call them like the heavy lifters. They're there for where you start if you have had a lot of trauma in your past or sad childhood or, you know, where your past is still affecting you. you we have to clear that and, and heal that past stuff before you start thinking about, like, a career or lighter things. You have to kind of go deep and heal the heart first. The psyche, like if you're, you know, damaged there, as we most of us are. And, um, and yeah. then you go in kind of like a hierarchy and then heal one th- layer after another. Yeah, so there's like foundational ones that help you heal. And then there are ones like, we'll get like wallflower, for example, I was mentioning like to everyone because I could this not is, believe it. This is, I have this, this is what I take for podcasts and interviews because um, I have stage fright. I'm going to take some now. It's so good. And I took it last week. And I could not believe I just hung out for four hours at the lunch that you had and just was chit-chatting away and not worried about, you know, my kids at all. I was just like, okay, they're, they're fine. They don't need me. I'm just going to relax. And normally it doesn't matter how many people are watching them or whatever. Like I'm constantly, you know, worried and, and then not able to really connect. And also I don't drink. And I felt like, you know, you had mentioned that's a really great um, remedy or essence for, you know, taking place of drinking. And I think a lot of times, especially right now, there's so many people that don't want to drink and they're interested in alternatives. And there's this whole non-alcoholic movement happening like with beverages. So tell people about wallflower when it comes to that. Okay. Wallflower is one of the first formulas I made I used to be an actress, which is just blows my mind. But, you know, I did commercials and modeling and it really wasn't my calling, but it was it was a good job. And so toward the end, when I really knew in my spirit, like, I can't do this anymore, I developed this terrible stage fright, which was my body saying, you're not you don't do this. But I had to go to. Yeah. And I was like, what is going on? I'd be blushing. I'd be like really self-conscious and just like, oh, jumping out of my skin with shyness. And and then it would start like leaking over into social situations. And it did coincide with me kind of not drinking it. I, I just intuitively gave up drinking around then. I'll have once in a while something. But um, so maybe that was also the social anxiety. I was used to having a drink to loosen up. So I made this formula wallflower to help me go to auditions and, and be out socially uh, it, it's working title was show cats because I was like oh. <laughs> watching these pet shows and these like little uh, <laughs> fancy feast cats were like prancing around yeah. and I thought I need that I need to be show cat and so anyway so it's got remedies for people who by nature are shy sensitive and they'd be sensitive to like a lot of environmental stuff um, noise, food additives. They'd just be like delicate, yeah. self-conscious. Okay. Um, and f- the, and they have fear of, or fear of known things like fear of going to the dentist, fear of public speaking, fear of illness, fear of whatever. So it's really calming for fear. But then it has these remedies for confidence and, and feeling beautiful and outgoing. And 
uh, remedies for the loner, like the, the hermit. So it makes you feel a little bit like, oh, I talk to strangers when I take this formula and I go, who, who are you? What are you doing? Well, yeah, like great for meeting new people, going out, maybe a first yes. day. Oh, my God. The best right. for dating. Yeah. And so I've actually gotten a lot of emails from people who who said um, I took this for because I'm a social drinker and it was getting to be a problem. And I totally quit drinking after I started Wallflower. So um, it is, you know, it's a fun, light one for dating and parties. But it's also, I mean, if people are like quitting drinking, that's an important one. And so, yeah, we had it. Um, I added the drops to our beverages at this lunch I just had. And um, everyone, it was the most fun party I've been to. So relaxed. It was fun. I loved it. And and you're just surrounded by such wonderful people. And I just felt I, I love that when I go, you know, to a place where I really connect and align with the person and everyone that they invite just feels like an extension of them and their world. And it's just so exciting to, you know, go into that type of a space. So it was really fun. And your flower sack is so beautiful. And I want to talk about that too, but let's talk about um, just like other remedies because I think it's so fun and I think it's really interesting because on one hand you have, you know, what we're talking about, like tinctures that support like the physical body, right? Mm-hmm. But flower essences are supporting spiritual and emotional, but I'm sure there are ones that, I don't know, like, what do you think are there ones that can support, like, I'm sure people want to talk about aging, yes. right? Oh, yeah. Um I have a beauty formulas line, um, and it started with beauty formula number eight, which is the anti-aging one. And I know that's a terrible term, anti-aging, and I've tried not to use it, but I call it that because when you're in your unhealed state and you need beauty formula number eight, you feel old, tired, your best times are behind you. When you see the words anti-aging, you're like, I need, that's what you're drawn to so it's connected yeah so yeah. once you take the remedy you probably wouldn't connect to the that phrase so i have to use that phrase but uh generally like i'm opposed to it um so and then that remedy it does many things it relaxes your facial muscles so it's i call it like floral botox and it plumps the skin because it's rejuvenating if you're exhausted, like postpartum after illness or, or like after life, you know, just you're exhausted. It's really good for under eye circles. It brightens the skin. It's good for breakout. So I, I wanted to like get it every physical skin issue. And though these remedies are supposedly not for the physical, I took on, I, I had a kind of a, a high, <laughs> I, I took on this, challenge of uh, for my sister who wanted to get Botox of making her an alternative so I just went through each thing like why would someone think they need to change their face okay and I and I thought I'm going to do this with flowers because if the physical is a manifestation of what's going on inside then I could change the physical by addressing the spiritual and emotional causes of the aging and of, of the tense forehead and so I just so I did it and it's really works and so but what's great about it is I also thought about the aspect of the emotional stuff and like the unfortunate case which is so common that that people feel that um, there's something wrong with them and they need to change themselves so I put remedies in there for 
feeling uh, self-acceptance and self-love and and like perspective where you look in the mirror and you say okay it's not as bad as i thought you, we magnify things to be you know a blemish becomes a huge goiter <laughs> or yeah you know a thigh becomes huge and so so it actually changes the way you see yourself and then also that makes people see you as more beautiful so it's kind of um it's a multi-level approach to that and then i have one for like maybe the the little sister of beauty eight which is for um more severe breakouts um acne cystic acne all of them are good for breakouts but the number did i say number nine number seven which is called gamine, sorry, beauty formula number seven, gamine, that's more for um, younger, uh, you could take it at any age, but breakouts and more shame and self-consciousness and comparing yourself to others. And so there's a lot of identity remedies in there and like lots of self-love and confidence. That's so beautiful. And then I just came out with number nine, which is rosacea sensitive. So it's kind of like, in a way, it's like a whole skincare line. That's so smart. So for like flare-ups, irritation, mm-hmm. um, okay. Reactivity um, to foods and because um, I interviewed rosacea people and they had like, I said, what makes it worse? And it was like everything, basically. 20 things, ever, you know, um, sun, spices, emotions, air conditioning, heaters, um, fabrics, skin product. It just went on and then like, what makes it better? It was like one thing, like what makes it better? Mm-hmm. Um, avoiding all those things. So they were living yeah. a life of avoidance and fear. And then like maybe gentle walks in nature. So I saw these people just need calming. These people's nervous systems are very reactive and in a heightened alert state. So so I approached it that way to calm them. And so it's like a very calming remedy that you could take if you don't even have rosacea it, or pitta, you know, pitta cooling if you're into Ayurveda. Um, so those That's are, good for postpartum. Postpartum. That's really good. Yes. Is that an yeah. issue that happens after? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I didn't even think so of that. So that's really good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I usually say beauty eight for postpartum because it's very rejuvenating if you're tired. But if you're getting, yeah, that makes sense. Sometimes you're like having an adrenaline rush. Wow. So you kind of, it depends, yeah, what they're experiencing. I mean, because you're like, huh, I need to do this. I need to do this. And you nurse them and you're not sleeping and you're kind of, you know, like very pitta. That makes sense. Yeah. That makes so much sense. Yeah, so it just depends. That happened to me, but that I did like a whole mother baby massage program with Marta from Surya Spa. And uh, had I not done that, like, I don't know what I'm so grateful. And that was all about like calming. And everyone's different. And I think it's so helpful to also have that aspect of like feeling rejuvenated, feeling replenished, and having the other remedy. So, yeah. Yeah. And that both, I mean, I'm, Curious if you could take both side Not by side. Not at once. So, oh, that's the thing. Um, yeah. So, so it's also less is more with flower remedies. Like if you really wanted to feel the effect of a remedy, you would just take a single essence, like really work with that and see what it's like. But the more you add, the kind of more dilute the message is to your system. So 
people are like, why can't I just take all 38 essences? Because it would yeah. be a cacophony of, of uh, signals to your system and you wouldn't be able to discern. It would be muddied. The picture would be muddied. So my, because my formulas already have five to seven things, if you're combining formulas and then you're taking possibly 14 and, and like you shouldn't really go above five. Um, yeah. You know, seven, I, I gave myself license to go to seven because I knew they worked, but I love it. <laughs> what about, okay. So, so you're saying use one consistently. Yes. What if it's like I'm on personal assistant, for example, and I'm going out and I want to take wallflower. I just don't take it that day. Yeah. So I call those intercurrent remedies, like the, the, um, but you pause your daily formula and then you take your situational one while you need it. And it's usually the reverse for me. Like I'm taking wallflower and then I have all this work to do or taxes or just uh, whatever work I don't want to do. I pause it and personal system I take for a week and, and that one is especially oh. fast acting. I don't know why personal assistant. Oh, I yeah. feel it right away. That one is great for um, the procrastinators out there who they think they're tired, but it's only that they're tired when it's nothing fun. But if it's like, yeah, um, you want to go to this party, they have total energy. So it's like, you know, the Monday morning feeling um, you don't want to start exercising, that kind of thing. It's it's just um, makes you a dime. Yeah. Is, is that a good one to take before you work out? Yes. Yes. Okay. And what's It's also good, speaking of like wallflower to replace drinking, I think uh, my personal assistant is a great one to replace caffeine, but it's mm -hmm. non-jittery energy. So you feel like really energetic, but not where you're like adrenalized and not contained. It's just very, it's really nice to replace caffeine. Oh, okay. I love that. And then um, I wanted to talk about love because I know you have one for that, yes. right? What's it called? In love. Is it love? Yeah. In love. In love. And you had mentioned there are people that want to call in their partner. Um, so tell us a little bit about how this one works on what level. It's one of my favorites because it's, it's one that everyone could take and feel amazing from. And it's, in a way, all of my remedies are this, but this one especially, it's called it like a emotional adaptogen. So it's kind of for all aspects of uh, treating like why you can't find love. So, you know, it has remedies for those who are closed off and loners who are like, I'm lonely, but I, I can't connect with many people. I'm a one-on-one -on -one person and I'm specific. And so it has remedies for people like that, but it also has remedies for people who are, who, who too much need someone to be with to the point where they would choose anyone just to have company. That's dangerous. So there's so, yeah. And so basically like the remedy, um, oh, it clears past trauma um, it opens your heart. So you feel like flooded with love feelings. And the idea behind it is that if you feel in love already by yourself and that feeling of open hearted bliss that we, that we just long for with a partner, if you already are in that place, you will pick a partner that's based on sound judgment and magic and all the good things. And so it's, there's some, it's, it can be for codependence 
or if you keep picking the wrong, in quotes, partner, uh, you know, um, repeating negative patterns in relationships, clinging, being too needy or jealous, or the opposite, being avoidant and aloof when, when there's conflict. So it kind of hits every possible thing you could have experience while looking for a relationship or if you're already in one. And um, so, yeah, people take it and they, they say things like, I feel like I'm on ecstasy or MDMA. I feel like my heart is just bursting open. And now I don't care if I find someone, it would be great. But like, I'm just so happy now that, you know. So the idea too is like, I get low blood sugar and I wait till the 11th hour and then I eat the wrong thing. So she said, do not go shopping when you're hungry because you're going to buy all quick fix, like bad things, unhealthy stuff. And I realized, oh, it's the same, well, calling in love that you want to feel completely whole and fulfilled in yourself before you start looking for another person. So that was my goal yeah. for that one. But it, and it sounds like homework to do that remedy, but it's not. It's like really fun. Yeah. Well, that reminds me, too, with like digestion and, um, you know, they say, when you're eating, like, make sure you're in an environment that like, for me specifically, I had someone tell me like, don't, don't be near this specific person when you're eating, because that person was literally abusive to me. But I took that information that really helped me because then my digestion was way better when I took that advice. So I'm curious if you have anything like that with, okay, the Mm. next ones I want to ask are like digestion. And I know that you said like with, you know, like the term anti-aging and I'm literally, I'm the same. And sometimes I get that what you're saying is like, you're kind of connecting with that. And I would say the same thing is with weight loss. Oh, so yeah, that term of weight loss, but people want weight loss. I mean, people are interested. I mean, look, there's a million people out there now taking Ozempic and all that sort of thing, you know, but what could they do? Is there a flower essence that maybe could work for someone? Yes, I love, and I've gotten many reports about this. It was almost like it didn't occur to me that it could help with this. But beauty formula number seven, we talked about that. That was the second one um, for for shame. And I can't list this on the website because like medical claims, but like body dysmorphia. And so I got many emails from people that said, wow, I started taking that formula and I've lost weight. I wasn't trying. I was taking it for my skin, but I I just love my body and and it would make people want to exercise. And so, yeah, once you start seeing yourself as beautiful, I do think that there is a spiritual component to holding weight. You know, just the metabolism. Why wouldn't it that the metabolism is linked to the adrenaline cortisol connection and that's linked to trauma and fear and then that's that can be triggered by hating your body and just so, and so, so many things. So I love that one to start with. It's also a foundational one. So it would address like the root cause in your past that started all this. And then I like to follow that with my personal assistant. So I like to go like deep into the emotions with beauty number seven and then num- uh, my personal assistant, when you want to, st- when you want more energy, it's like, it feels like a metabolism stimulator and makes you want to exercise and move your body. Um, so I like that combo. Oh, you mentioned the don't eat around certain people. 
Okay, so yeah. you are probably like me. We're very sponge-like. Um, I just absorb everyone's energy. Um, so, which is hard if you're working with people doing this kind of thing. So I made a remedy called Pathos. It was during lockdowns and everyone was writing to me that they were just like absorbing the pain of the world and so fearful and yeah. all this. And I thought, oh my God, I can't believe I didn't make this formula that is probably the one I've needed my whole life. And I got very into, in, in a homeopathy school, I was given a remedy for ailments from empathy and it changed my life. And I realized this is such a big thing that people don't know they have. They might get headaches, they might get digestive problem and problems and yeah. um, that it's often not their, it's, it's other people's stuff that they're absorbing that's making them feel so anxious. And so I made this one called Pathos. It had to have a Greek name because all of these revelations about empathy came about mm -hmm. on a Greek island. And so um, that puts this kind of buffer around you. It's so calming um, to the nervous system and good for anxiety, but it just, it's like this little protective soft cushion around you. So kind of like beauty number nine, it's for people with and wallflower, like very delicate nervous systems and sensitivity. And that always manifest like digestion has a, I see digestion trouble as being linked to anxiety and sensitivity. You know, that's why like when you are really nervous, people have to run to the bathroom. So then how would you take it if you were going to take you know, a consistent remedy. Obviously we talked about this and then you do the situational one and you stop your, the one that you're doing daily. But let's say I wanted to do beauty and pathos, mm. for example, mm -hmm. then would I take it or I wanted to work with one, you take it for like a certain period of time and then you can add, and then you switch off. Like how do you yeah, switch off? Yeah. Um, so I like to, so one bottle lasts a month and that's kind of the minimum required to shift things. And so what I've seen in practice is the longer you've had an issue, the longer it takes um, to, to treat that layer. So like w with wallflower, like say you've been shy your whole life um, and you want to take wallflower, it would probably take two to three bottles back to back for that to have lasting effects. You'll feel great. But if you, like some people, they just take something for a month and they, they love switching remedies and they didn't work with one long enough. So like in homeopathy school, one of the dangers they say in practice is people, is the practitioner changing remedies too soon. And they, it's like, you might find the perfect remedy and you just needed to change the dosage or something, but we are inclined to change the remedy all the time. It's just... I don't know why. Yeah. So they say, get everything you can out of a remedy before you change it, like really milk it and uh, exhaust the action. So what happens is say you take wallflower for a month and you feel great and there's no new symptoms or emotional picture that's come up. You could repeat it and until you're like, okay, I'm done with this layer. But often what will happen is say, you take my personal assistant and you work through the layer of procrastination and you feel fine. But then Underneath it, you start being like really irritable and a new, a new picture emerges. That means you've, you've treated one layer and now something from deeper is coming forward to be treated, to be healed. And then you reassess and you pick a remedy based on the new picture. So it's kind of intuitive. Like I'd say one to three months, like 
one month for something of recent onset, like, you know, my personal assistant, I've been lazy for the last month. And then like with people who've had a lot of trauma in their childhoods, abuse, um, adoption, like that, just a lot of stuff. Um, abandonment, I would say wholehearted. That's kind of a sister remedy to in love. It's like a nice one to start with. So you can take that for recent grief and loss, but it's also for old wounds. So, And then with that one, I like to do it two to three months, two to three bottles, because usually people who've had that, it was for a long period and it's deep and old. So That makes sense. Yeah. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited. Thank you for the rundown. You have created such a beautiful line that's helped so many people. And and I'm just so grateful to be able to have this conversation and share more about it with others. So thanks for taking the time to come on and please let people know how they can find you. Thank you, Nikki. Um, I'm, uh, my website is alexissmart.com with two S's, A-L-E-X-I-S, smart.com. I'm on Instagram as alexissmart, flower remedies. I chose that name. It's so long. I I chose that kind of as a placeholder. And then, then, um, yeah, and I'm available, like, if you need to message me or we have uh, help, you know, if you need help get choosing a remedy. And I will, I just want to say, too, that um, I'll be sharing a lot more about homeopathy in the future. We're going to start selling homeopathy kits from England. And I'm going to, like, yes. And so I love sharing about that because you can treat yourself for acute illnesses or while traveling, we're, we're doing um, travel kit. So, so I'll be sharing more about that and videos and stuff. I cannot wait to have you back on when that happens, because I've been really wanting a really cool kit. So that's great. Oh, I can't wait for that. Okay, great. Well, thank you, Nikki. This was just such a joy to talk to you as always.